on this episode of Keeping It Real. Let's get real. Happy Wednesday, my little crystals. It's a great day to be alive. We are walking, we are talking, we are breathing. And if you're lucky enough, you have hot water. Let's dive right into it. Wednesdays is all about the humping and dumping. All of our relationships and what the fuck is going on with you sexually. I'm going to switch it up though for this Wednesday and share where I'm at. I haven't really posted on the podcast the last few days. been really chaotic and very fast-paced. T.E., has officially moved out of my mom's house. It's been a long time coming. I felt ready. I, To be honest, there's no such thing as being ready when there's any move transition. And I know this. So I said, you know what, T, today's the day. You got to get out before October and let's just do it. I woke up and said, today's the day I'm moving out and I moved out. Well, not exactly. I woke up and coming down the stairs to see my family, we had a meeting of the move. What's going on? Where am I at financially? Where am I at emotionally? And it felt like I was being attacked for a second when I wasn't. I was taking everything so personal because... This is something I've already been so on myself with and wanting to and knowing that there's no excuse for me not to be independent, especially as an adult. And through all of that drama, that same day became the biggest blessing and opening to me moving into my own space, my own energy again with Winnie. Winnie, you want to bark? Winnie was just barking. I don't know if you just heard her, but she's with me. She's here with me. For 2023, I made it my goal to really switch into the vibration of my alignment again and give healing to those in a whole new wave. ECF, Energy Connection to Frequency, is a way for my clients to feel their loved ones, to conversate with who they lost and to really explore their inner self from a higher point. It's been life-changing. But the last six months, all I've been doing is focusing on feeding and energizing my clients and pushing them to get where they need to be or want to be because we don't need to be anywhere. We already have it all. You could want it. And I saw myself the last, especially four weeks, really dwindled. I wasn't taking time to shower. I wasn't taking time to read and educate myself I was so immersed in everyone around me, I feel like it was my form of escapism. Instead of focusing on the things that I want to be doing, I was focusing on everyone else and what they wanted because it's easier for us to see somebody else in their issues versus really sitting with our own. I had to get raw with myself. I had to look at myself in the mirror and say, T.E., you are the fucking shit. You're the man. You could do anything you set your mind to. Let's do this. It's your time to come back into you. Your time to focus in on what you want right now. And everything's around you. Your angels, your guides, God, the support. Everything's there. Except for you, bud. You got you to gotta beat them. Come on. Get present. 
a big part of coming into alignment is getting real with yourself, keeping it real. And for those that don't know, I have worked so hard the last decade building this mission, building my brand, building this idea of coming into helping others in a different holistic approach. I was contracted with Netflix twice, 2019 to 2021, was contracted to have a show. COVID hit and the contract then switched instead of being a American production to the UK. That lapse of year of waiting on Netflix put me so in my head thinking I needed to be a certain way. How do they want me to show up? How do they want me to act? How do my followers want me to be? I completely lost myself. I completely lost who I was. I got so heavy into mediumship because Netflix labeled me as a psychic medium. They said, you need to be calling yourself a psychic medium. I didn't even like that. And I didn't stay in alignment with my truth. Instead, I fed the serpent. I said, okay, you guys want me to be a, um, you guys want me to be a psychic medium. You guys want me to do this or that. I'll do anything. I'll sell myself. Let's do it. Going through this process, the last three years, waiting on nothing. Why wait? I was waiting for nothing. Waiting and acting as if I needed to be something that I never was when the reason why I got that contract was because I was being myself. Taking the step back and then even being offered another contract, it felt so good to say no. I had my lawyer look at it and it's not in residence with who I am. It's not in residence with what I want to be doing or what I am actually connected to. And I don't even like the whole idea of people calling themselves mediums. I think it's, we're all connected to this energy. We all can tap into connected to the other side. I like to call it a dissipated soul. I like to call my energy, we're just energy work. There doesn't need to be anything bigger or smaller. It just, that's it. It's just frequency, it's just vibration, mindset work, reframing. So I want to put that out there because in this new phase coming into moving and transitioning, I've seen myself right now grow in a new facet. And I really want to keep everything transparent of where I am in my life. Because if I'm not doing that, how can I expect my clients to do it? I think for anyone that is starting a business or starting to get into a wave of wanting more, there's this piece of, I will give up everything and anything to get what you think you want. And my advice to my little crystals is don't exploit yourself. I personally used to exploit myself constantly. They say jump, I would say how fucking high. I'm not going to exploit myself anymore. I am done trying to be all these different things when who I am is not just a medium. Who I am is not just a slave to my work. I am TE. I'm an artist. I'm a rapper. Sweet buns. I'm a cheerleader. I'm goofy. I'm funny. I'm loud. I'm an uncle. I'm a son. I'm a brother. I'm also a grandson. I'm so energetic. I'm loving. I am pretty short. 
I'm selfish. And short meaning short with my words. I'm tall. I'm also a painter. I'm a dancer. I love dogs. I am into crystals. I love flowers and plants and angels. And I love all about health and junk. I like it both. I think they could coexist, junk and health. I'm into yoga and stretching. I'm a reader. I am gay, but maybe I'm not even gay. Maybe I'm open. Maybe I'm bisexual because I didn't even get to explore that myself. I was told who I was and I said, okay, my little mind, OCD, I thought there had to be a way. Always, I liked, I liked organization, so I thought there always had to be a way. So even being called gay my whole entire life, I said, okay, I guess I'm gay. No, I didn't even know. I still don't even know because I didn't even give myself the time to sit with myself to say, T, what do you like and what don't you like? I remember this pressure of everyone saying I was, and then even me getting like aroused and being like, a woman will never be into this. It was my own block. I don't even need to be attached to that energy. That's not mine. I exploited myself right then and there at a young age. Don't exploit yourself. You don't have to. I am not going to compromise my truth anymore for somebody else's truth. I don't care. At the end of the day, no dollar amount is going to take away your problems. You are more than the dollar. No dollar amount can take away or amount to your ideas, your uniqueness. There's no amount. I can't give you $40 billion for your uniqueness because there's not a paycheck because you're priceless. Sit with yourself. Who are you? Are you putting yourself in a box? Did you just start to work after you got out of college and now you're just this one role and that's it? No, you're so much more. You're, you're so much more. Maybe you listen to music. You like, you like music. You're a performer. You like to make up skits. You're, you're into comedy. You're a free thinker. You are into color and you're all about mental um, awareness. And maybe you're into crafting jewelry. I'm not sure. It could even be pottery. It could be you being um, into even makeup, special effects makeup. Do those things as well as remind yourself who you are, not just this one thing. You put yourself in that box. Take yourself out. You are everything. Be Pandora's box. People don't know what to expect from me. I like to keep them on their toes. Because some days I like the color red and some days I like the color green. There's, no, there's nothing bad in being multifaceted. It's about being aware of who you are. I myself, this last year, the last six months especially, have been getting back down to my I am. Who am I? Who is T.E.? I am a good friend. I am honest. I am a lover. I am thoughtful. I'm a hard-ass fucking worker. I'm batshit fucking crazy, but also at the same time, I'm put together. I am fucking smart. I'm intelligent. I never had not an A in any class. I've always had a 4.0. Even when I graduated, I was exploited by my college, exploited by, you know, Albertus, Albertus Magnus, in the sense of I go back, share my story, saying I need, I want to finish my degree, go into art management, go into a program where there's not anybody else in the program. There's only me and another person. What is this? Going into it, getting straight A's, and then I'm losing out on clientele. I'm losing out on work. I'm thinking college is going to give me more connections. No, it was losing connections for me. They weren't helping me try to get and talk to people or get networking. No, it was about going to class, doing what you got to do in class, and that's it. 
they they weren't pushing. But again, that was my me thinking that college was going to get me those connections. No, at the end of the day, it's up to you. College can give you education. College can give you definitely different resources and perspective. And I think it's great in many levels, but they're not going to be at the end of the day, they're not going to be the ones that are going to be carrying you to that front door to knock on. And don't get me wrong. I met a lot of really cool, interesting people during my college experience. I just don't think it was worth the $60,000 I was paying for when I was already making that money on my own. And they knew this, the faculty knew this. I had to, I was exploited by this college in the sense of I even had to go outside this college and apply to Southern at another university to be showcased in a show. And when they got back to me and said, you don't have a master's in fine art, I said, no, but I'm a fucking artist. And they said, well, unfortunately, unless you have it, we can't. Three weeks go by, I get an email by the superintendent of that university and they actually saw my shit finally. They took a look because they're ignorant as fuck and think that you only can be successful if you have a degree. False. All my family relatives don't have one fucking degree. Barely made it out of college. I mean, high school. And they all have six figures. They all thrive. They are, they're hard workers. And I know what it takes to, to live life. It doesn't, you don't have to have a degree to be successful. That does not equate into my system, my dominant belief. I don't need to attach to that like everybody else and their mother thinking that you're going to be so successful once you get this degree. That's why we're all so fucked because all these kids that are coming out of college are still kids. They still think they need a routine and regimen that's going to be a certain way when it's not. Why don't you focus on what the kid is good at and having them already in that routine so when they do graduate, they're already working, they're already going, they're excited. No, instead, it's this runaround of, oh, you need to go back and get your doctorate. You need to go back and get your master's. No, nobody's hiring. That's all bullshit. Let me tell you, even me at 19 years old, I walked in, confidence is key. Walked into a high school, told them I wanted to be a para, teach math. They're like, you don't have a teaching certification. I said, well, give me a fucking piece of paper. I'll show you I'm good at math. Did the math right there. They, they gave me like, um, they gave me geometry and algebra one and two. Completed them, fucking aced it because <laughs> girl, and boy, I finished maths sophomore year of high school. I did all my maths. I already was in calculus my sophomore year of high school taking AP bio and honors camp. So fucking come at me. Don't tell me I cannot or I'm not capable because I needed a teaching certification. Went in there, taught those kids everything, had such a blast with them. And you know what's sad? Those teachers weren't there for the right reasons. They hated their job, talking shit about the kids. They didn't want to teach. How can you go in there if all these kids are not even willing to pay attention to you because you don't give a fuck? You shouldn't even be there. I don't give a fuck if you have a teaching certification or not. You're not doing anything. You're not inspiring these people. Go home. Get out of here. Get a new fucking job. Anywho, got uh, a call back from Southern. They asked me to fill out their whole art room or not even art room. What was it called? What was it? It was, it's where Oprah Winfrey um, performed. It's a huge, it's a huge stage. I should know this area because I even did a dance recital there. Anywho, it doesn't matter. It needed about 50 pieces of art. They called me back. They said, hey, the person that was supposed to do it, they dropped last month. We saw your art. You're actually incredible. Would you be able to do a showcase? I said, you got it. Say less. I'll be there in an hour. Went over, got my work truck called all my clients, said, hey, would you guys want me to come and get your painting? 
and it's going to be showcased at Southern University for a month, and then I can come and bring it back to you, because at this point, I was only doing private paintings. I had no artwork. It was just all private, and I had 40 of my clients say yes out of, like, I think I had, like, 100 at that time, and I went and collected all the art, and then I went in there, loaded up, and I had the best show ever. It wasn't Albertus. It wasn't my teachers. It was me. I went after it. I saw the opportunity, and I went after it, and was it a no at first? Yeah, but then they got to see my truth and they actually saw, wait a minute, why, why am I equivalating somebody by just where they are education-wise? Let me see who this person really is. Oh my God, they're beyond. Yeah, because a lot of those people that are not in college can't afford it. And they're geniuses. They're geniuses. What makes you a true professional is how you carry yourself. Do what you want to do. Do what feels good. If you, for example, myself, if you love crystals, how are you going to be into being a crystal guru? You're just going to educate yourself on that subject. Educate, educate. Go to Barnes & Nobles. Read books on it. Educate yourself. What feels right to you? What doesn't? Mix it up a little bit. The wheel's already there. How can you put your own unique twist on it? Then once you have one sale, you're a professional. Congratulations. You are a fucking professional in your field of work. My biggest advice is just to be ready. Once you educate, once you know who you are, just be ready. Be ready because you never know when you're going to get that call. I got that hard no, three weeks. He called and said, let's do it. That no turned into a yes. Then I was ready. I already had my ducks in, the, in a row because I already had everything set up. So when that opportunity came, I was ready. Suit up. Stand in front of that door. Even if it's closed, if you're facing it, it's going to open soon. A lot of DMs been coming through and emails over the last two, three years of asking why I haven't been painting. And I haven't had the space. I've been making excuses for myself left and right of needing certain things at a certain point. And at this point, I said, fuck it. I said, you know, to just paint, get back to what you love to do. It feeds you. And that's how I initially started my connection with the other side was through painting. It was a way for me to disconnect myself from all distractions, from the outside noise and to be my own energy. When I would sit with an energy painting, I would just call on that, that person, that soul and ask their angels to come to me to give a message, to give them love. And I would just flow. And one message after another would come. Another story really quick just to show a no turns into a yes. Those are going to be the best. If you could turn a no into a yes, that's when you know you're meant to be doing what you're doing. I remember when Cardi B's song first came out, I don't dance now, I make money moves, that song. When that song first came out, T.E. just started to move back home. I was 22. This is about eight years ago. I remember I walked into a therapist's office and I told them about the energy painting experience of what I do and how I would love to create art for the kids that are there. Textual art so they could touch it and feel it. And you can ask them what they see in it because a lot of my art is abstract. And the owner of this holistic therapy center had two set centers at the time. She had one in East Haven and another in Fairfield. And she said, yeah, let's do it. I got excited. I went there, I brought her a bunch of just paint swatches and sizing so we can kind of figure out what she wanted. And 
I ended up leaving everything there for her, saying, hey, take your time. I left like crystal Bibles and just saying like what crystals resonate to you, we can incorporate, etc. And she messaged me a week later saying, hey, I have to get furniture for Fairfield location. Let's wait out on the art. And I remember getting that text and it put me in this mode of, you know, I don't think this is feasible. Maybe I do need to go back and get a master's. Maybe at this point in time, I just bartend and go back to me teaching cheerleading or dance. Like maybe tea is not it. Maybe I can't make a living as an artist. Maybe I am unrealistic right now with myself and time goes on and I give up on TE for about a month and a half and then next thing you know I get an email and the email says they're looking for a painting and would love to do a consultation and I'm like oh fuck I left everything at that center and so I called the center up and said hey is blah 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 there the owner and they're like, no, she's actually on a lunch break. I'm like, okay, great. This is my time. Let's go get my shit. I don't just see anybody. I could be a, like a little coward where just grab the stuff and then out. And I pull up and I see the owner's car there. And I take a second and I had a lot of anxiety because I felt worthless. I felt like who and what I was doing is it anything because... If she's not even willing to invest, who else is going to, especially because this is my niche. This is exactly where I want to be located in these type of centers. And so I took a second and I remember taking um, or working in sales when I was 18. And when I was working in sales at 18, I was selling security systems over the phone. And the one thing that this, my uncle would tell me is those no's are the easiest to make into yeses. And if you can, then you know you're meant to be doing this. So taking Uncle Nick's advice, I took a second and said, T, you're gonna fucking go in there and you're gonna resell it. And if she says no at this time, then you know that we gotta figure something else out. I go in there, I put my heart on the floor, and if anybody knows me, that's how I work. Anything I do, I put my all into it. And it might be my kryptonite at some points because of how passionate I am to the point where sometimes I take things personal when I, I shouldn't be. Anywho, going there, lay my heart out. I explain why this would benefit her. She signs me a check for 500. I leave screaming. I'm like, dude, I got this. This is what I'm meant to be doing. And so now I'm driving to go get my eyebrows done. And there's another location that just opened, Vexology. And I go in there and my girl, Chris, who I love, she's been doing makeup and beauty forever, okay? Before beauty was a thing, she was doing it. And she's the best. She does everybody. She's incredible. Go see her, get the brows done, looking cute, which I don't even do anymore. I, don't, I keep them natural. I haven't gotten my brows done in like three years. Chris, I love you. Sorry. Haven't come seen you. But you also are like in 12 different states because you're just a freaking traveling guru that is doing makeup for everybody and their mother. So hashtag proud of you, hashtag watching your journey and cheering from you, cheering for you from afar. Anywho, go get the brows done. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to pitch this owner. So I'm in the chair. I'm like, who owns this, Chris? She tells me she's right behind me. I'm like, oh my God, tell her what I do. Get another check for 500. 
within less than 30 minutes and made $1,000. I said, you know what, Tay? This is it. Turned on the music, got in my car, and what song came on? I don't dance now. I make money moves. And then I ran with it. The rest was fucking history. T.E. was confident, and I said, you know, I could do this any day. I could take no's all day, every day, and they'll come back around. Just make sure you always leave on a positive note because they're going to know that they're going to want this. Maybe just not at this point because the investment is high. But I know that at the end of the day, they're investing in something that is going to be worth it in the end. And that's why I carried out to LA. That's why I started doing literally paintings throughout the whole tri-state of um, the Northeast of like New York and Massachusetts and Rhode Island. I just started expanding and everything was incredible. All from me not giving up and making a no a yes. You want to do something, go after it. Get aggressive, be your authentic self, be honest, be transparent. And if it doesn't happen now, Give it some time because the universe is going to align everything in correspondence of who you're meant to really be working with or working for. I needed that dip of me thinking that this wasn't going to be it. So God, my angels, I knew in my system that I would not be giving up ever for this mission. And that's what I exactly got. I put it out there, I asked, and I received. At that point, I knew moving forward, whatever I did with TE had value and I can help others. And truly a big shout out to Holistic Health and Healing Center for having and supporting TE on his dream and his vision and having a bunch of art in your center. It means so much to me and I need to come visit you all and give you guys some love because I have not seen you guys in a hot second, and you were a big piece for me. Winnie, stop biting your toy. Thank you. I don't know if you can hear Winnie, but she was just biting her toy. A big thanks to you all, especially even Waxology and Kristen, all these people that are intertwined in my life. God is so good. After doing the Holistic Center, I started doing her friends, she wanted her friends told her about the experience and then I started doing from word of mouth so I had a couple more clients and I'm now doing a couple more paintings for her friends and now doing this I gets into December and I get invited to the holiday party and I said yes because I'm a mile a minute so I just hit yes on Facebook and I didn't even see where it was located and I have like a week before now this event and I'm like, let me go look because I went to go drop off the painting to one of her friends and she's like, I can't wait to have a wine with you and just actually kick back and just talk. She's like, I want to just talk to you. And I was like, when does that happen? She's like, you said yes to the party, Tara's party. Are you going? And I'm like, oh my God, fuck. I can't believe I said yes. I forgot. So I ran home, looked at my Facebook and then my jaw dropped to the floor. The address was the 31 Colonial Heights. She doesn't live there anymore. I don't live there anymore. I don't know who lives there anymore. But it was the house that my parents built. It was the house that my dad and my mom built when I was little. And from age 17 all the way till that point, 22, I remember I would take like a joint and go down Mongolian and then drive to the old house. And I always promised myself that I was going to go back in there one day. I said, I'm going to go back in here one day. And one day I'm going to have enough money where I'm going to buy my mom this house back. I'm going to buy her her dream house back. And like literally immediately have chills throughout my core, even just talking about it right now, chills. I got to experience and 
seeing my childhood home and going in there, it was God. I, I was meant to be in the center. It didn't happen just that, just like that, quick, quick. But since I didn't give up on it and I gave it another shot, it was giving me the, the foundation of this is bigger than me. And if I do right, the more that's going to come from me, the more that God's going to give me, my angels, my guides, my Uncle Mike. And going back into this home and seeing it, it made me realize that it was just a fucking home. It was a fucking house. Had nothing to do with me or my sisters or my mom or my dad for that matter. Going into looking at everything, the closet still even had our measurements growing up. And there was like white primer on it, but you could still see through. You saw my name, you saw my cousin's names. And it just made my heart feel so full. But also seeing the house, it made me realize that this isn't my home anymore. And that home is, what makes a home is the people involved. It's the people that you're with and it doesn't matter how big or small it is. It matters about the love that's inside that home. And I wouldn't have gotten even the opportunity to go into this home, my old home that my parents built, if I didn't follow through on what I knew I was supposed to be doing. So big shout out to Holistic Health and Healing Center. I wouldn't be where I am today without you. Waxology, I would not be where I am without you. And Kristen, certainly, I don't even want to get choked up right now, literally getting choked up, would not be where I am without you. When we lost our house and my dad was in rehab, my mom had nothing, we had nothing. And I didn't even know. My mom was so creative. I remember her making breakfast for dinner and her being like, let's have breakfast for dinner. Like, not even knowing that's all we had, but she just made it so much fun. And the reason why I'm getting choked up about Kristen is just your family's incredible. Your family took us in. We slept on your floor, my mom and my sisters. And I didn't even know that we were struggling. Um, and your family just really helped my mom. And I, I can't thank you enough, your whole family. And even to this day, still having a relationship with me means so much. I can't thank you guys um, enough and just know how much you mean to our family. You got us through a rough time and your faith to God is so incredible. I think that even as a kid, being involved in your family and seeing how you guys work with faith is inspirational. And I love your, your guys' connection. I love your family. So yeah, anyway, not trying to get too sappy. I just been through a lot this last couple years and I'm excited to come into a new phase of my life and stop putting myself into these boxes. We don't need to be in a box. We're meant to do anything and everything. If you haven't tried something that you want to do, go try it. It's not going to hurt you. This new phase for me, the box I was putting myself in was thinking I still needed to save my family, save my clients, and detaching and processing all of this trauma for myself. I'm realizing that I don't have to save anybody, that there are thriving and that everybody that's around me, they know what they need to do for themselves. 
if anything, I need to save me. I need to put myself first right now and make sure I'm good because everybody else is okay. And that's what I'm motherfucking doing. This phase, I finally hired two people back on the team. I'm settling back into my own space finally. And I'm gonna just be painting and creating and having fun and being present. Thank you for listening to today's message. If you enjoyed it, comment below. Let me know if you want me to shred about anything. I kind of got off a bunch of tangents today, but I wanted you all to know where I'm at currently, why I haven't been posting um, on the podcast. And moving forward, get motherfucking ready. I can't tell you what's next, but it's something big. It feels exciting and I'm ready. Also, you might hear Winnie chewing in the background. She's a little been nervous the last two days moving into this space. Hasn't been eating, and I'm actually excited to see her eat now. I think she's like, okay, Dad, this is our space. Cool. You can follow me on all social networks at Thomas Edward with two Ds because two is better than one. And I just made a podcast Instagram. It's like, it's Keith keeping it real, but it's like Grinder Keith, K-I-E-F, keeping it real. You can follow that as well. And until tomorrow, make it a great day.